welcome back guys 27th of july it's been a sunny beautiful day in nashville it's uh, a little later in the evening right now it's about 7 p.m and i'm just going to jump right in so today what we're talking about is we're going to talk about spiritual and physical health now you've noticed the name of the podcast has been changed there's been a lot of thumbing through ideas I've been really impressed with the viewership and uh, the support that I've gotten for this podcast. So that's a big thanks to the YOU for all of that. Really appreciate it. And I've had, um, you know, I've gotten a lot of questions, not necessarily from the podcast, but just in my recent experiences and uh, recent relationships with friends. And, um, well, Shara and I talk about it a lot, too. You know, health, how that comes into play. So obviously, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start and base this off of uh, Corinthians 6.19. So that's what this is going to feed off of. This is going to be the, uh, that's going to be the foundation for this show. And, but I want to say something right off the bat. I want to preface with something. Food is for the stomach. Okay, Christians are not bound by food balls. Diet is a matter of indifference. Okay, diet is a matter of indifference. Especially in that it has no impact on one's salvation. Okay, but, and let me, let me, add to that you know what the corinthians failed to see was that the body is the means by which one serves the lord therefore it is to be used to honor god so if we jump into corinthians 6:19, and it says don't you know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were brought, and this is going into verse 20, for you were brought at a price. So glorify God with your body. So at the end of verse 20 right there, and let me, let me reread that because I think I used the word brought. I'm not sure. I've said this one so many times. I didn't even look at the scriptures. So let me get to it. That's probably something I should do is look at the scripture each time. That's an ego thing right there, just thinking I can quote a verse, and this is what happens when I do that. I have to go back and embarrass myself here. All right, so yeah, verse 20, for you were bought, yeah, for you were bought at a price, so glorify God with your body. So what exactly is that saying? Glorify God with your body. It's saying several different things. It's not just talking about health, diet. It's also talking about what you do with your body. You know, if you're running around being promiscuous with a whole bunch of different people, you're definitely not glorifying God with your body. Now, I want to be, I want to labor the point of emphasis around this. I am not saying that you are completely excluded. I'm not saying that you do not deserve, nor will you have God's love if you're doing that. This whole podcast, and I say this on every episode, is designed for backsliders. And we're all backsliders. We really are. But chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have an underlying powerhouse of a faith and you're wanting to shape that you're wanting to build that you're wanting to change your ways and it's a constant struggle it is a constant struggle okay but we need to realize that our bodies are temples for God they represent his holiness they represent our faith the grace of Jesus Christ so if we look at it from a purely dietary aspect, if we look at it from a purely health conscious aspect, and we delve into that verse and we dissect it, and let's read it again, and this time I'm actually going to read it and not be cocky and just think I can read it off the top of my head. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, 
So let's just stop right there. He's in you. Okay? So let's say Jesus is sitting on your couch and you're feeding the Lord. You're going to give him a bag of Cheetos? I mean, this is the all-supreme Lord in the Father, the Omega, the Alpha. You're going to give him a candy bar? No, you're going to give him the most healthy food that you can find, right? That's what you're going to do. So that's how you have to look at it when it says that he is in you. Now, again, it's like I said earlier, you know, what the Corinthians fail to see is that Christians are not bound by food laws. Diet is a matter of indifference. So, that's not saying that if you said, hey, Lord, here's a bag of Cheetos. I hope you enjoy it. Okay. No. It's not like that is going to take your heaven card away from you. You know, nothing except blasphemy is going to do that. Alright? But it's like Shar and I were talking the other night. And actually, I think this morning there was a little conversation that we had about, I was talking about the obesity rate, okay? The obesity rate is, is super high where I'm from. I'm in Tennessee. Now, I haven't looked, and I probably should have. I probably should have looked at the statistics nationwide in America. Um, I know a lot of you guys, or a lot of my friends in Uganda are listening to this. You guys are doing great, and, you know... I know that there's a lot of struggle and a lot of hunger going on over there, so I don't want this in any way to insult you guys. You know, my buddy Nelson and I, he's one of my really good friends, and we were talking about the hunger crisis over there, and I think that can reflect what's going on over here, which is the avarice, the greed, the gluttonous attitude. We just got to stuff our mouths with everything that we can find, everything that we want, you know. We don't censor, we don't practice censorship with that. And of course, you know, the media and the restauranteurs out there, they're not helping the cause at all. As most of you probably know, if you go over to Europe, if you go anywhere else in the world, you sit down at a McDonald's, they're not serving the same size portions. They're not. They're smaller portions. But here in America, the American burger, the American fries, so much larger. And that's to feed our appetites. That's supply and demand. That's what we ask for. So that's what they're giving us. So it all comes back to us. But think about that for a minute. Go back to that point. When it says he is in you. And so if Jesus Christ is sitting at your table, what are you going to serve him? That's the best way to look at it. The best way to look at it. And what Shar said earlier was, you know, if you're witnessing, if you're out there in the mission field, if you're preaching, if you're at the pulpit, right, you want to be healthy for that. You know, he's going to take you to task. He's going to take you to task, and he wants you to spread the message. That's what you were designed for. That is why you are here, is to spread the good news, right? So if you're struggling to walk up the steps into the church house on Sunday morning, and you're a preacher, especially if you're a preacher, it's time to seriously consider the fact that you need to go on some kind of of a change of health plan. And I, you know, I use the word diet, I use health plan, I think it's, I like health plan better. And that's not me trying to be PC. Because I don't think, you know, I'm not shaming anybody that's overweight here. For a lot of people, especially in America, hey, especially in the South, it's a, a real struggle. It's, um, 
I don't want to use the term physical handicap, but for a lot of people, their metabolism is so low that it's hard for them to lose weight and they're struggling. And, you know, you got people shaming them and everything. So that's not where I'm at. That's not what I'm doing. That's not my point of view today. My point of view is to labor the point of emphasis around the fact that your body is a temple for the Lord and you want to serve the Lord in every aspect of your life, not just spiritually, but physically as well. So that's something that we need to be more conscious about, a lot more conscious about. Now, mainstream media in America, they're so focused on uh, the LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter. That's pretty much all they care about. They're canceling people left and right. They're saying, well, you need to think the way that we think. This is the pulse of the country. This is the majority vote. And that's all they care about. And they're, putting, they're pumping all of their dollars, all of our taxpayer dollars, into this ginormous well whose benefactor is going to be these little causes. Because they want the minority, which, by the way, it's no longer a minority. You can't seriously call it a minority anymore. You really can't. That's for another episode. That's probably going to ruffle some feathers. But you can't really call it a minority anymore when you got everybody with a sign in their hand parading immorality as if it's some kind of Christmas parade. No. But I'm getting off subject again. And I tend to do that. So let's back it up. Let's think about that. We got to serve the Lord in every aspect of our life. We don't just cherry pick. We don't just get to pick and choose the verses, the commandments that we want to follow. Just because this is easier for us to do doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And I found that the longer road, the more bumpy, winding road, is often the road of righteousness. So just like you're working out, that's not easy, right? A lot of people wake up in the morning and just throw back some lucky charms. I'm one of those people. I'll do that occasionally. You know, and then you got other people who are eating healthy and they're going to the gym. And that's the long road. That's the road where there's bumps and it's winding and curvy and it's not an easy road. But that, that's the road. That's part of the road to righteousness. It really is. So this segment was just a little FYI. I had intended for it to only be five minutes. Uh, next week, I'm going to jump up the content a lot more. I may even script one next week. I don't know. I said I wasn't going to do that anymore. I may script one. I tend to veer off subject very often. Very often. So guys, I want you to have a blessed night, a blessed morning. And remember to say your prayers. Remember that Jesus Christ loved you more than anything. And that's what he came down here for. That's what he was nailed to a cross for. That's what he shed his blood for. It's to buy our salvation.